Hey, hello. Oh, how do you turn this on? Hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing? <laughs> how do you turn this on? That's a good way to start, right? That's a good way to start. I'm, it's me. Hi, it's Jake. I don't know what number this podcast episode is. Let's face it, it doesn't matter. It's the one you're listening to right now. It's just me. It is, uh, what's the date? That's a good way to know what where we are in the world of time it's september 16th right now 2015 so it's 9 16 15 i think i think i did that right well right off the top of my head so um what is going on it's good to talk to you i have obviously i've been absent for a while and i know that i know i've been absent and i and i wish i hadn't been absent but there you go i have and why i don't know I do know. I do know. It's, you know, it's hard. The world, you got a lot of stuff to do. You're struggling with your place in the world. I've been slightly, you know, I haven't given up. I didn't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. But I did, <laughs> I did entertain the possibility of giving up. Um, I'm not on completely everything. Well, maybe a little bit, but on uh, on doing the next next episode of the podcast. In fact, I did give up. Uh, doing the next episode of the podcast for a little while, but I'm back now doing the next episode of the podcast. So whatever promise I might have thought about making to myself about never talking into the machine again, I'm talking into the machine and I feel pretty good about it. I think I feel pretty good about it. And uh, I missed you. I missed you. You miss me. Sometimes I don't know why we gather this way on the tiny thing that you carry in your pocket to do the thing that you're doing right now. Don't forget to crank it up if you're on the treadmill. Hey, listen, I do remember now it's all coming back to me. It's coming rushing back to me why I do this. I do this so that we will know when we might have a chance to get together at some point in the future. Now, let me talk about that and let's see what you think. Um, this week I'm doing some military base shows in Texas, and I just found out today they're the Navy. I thought they were the Army, but they're the Navy. So that's, I'm having to adjust to that ground right under my feet as it's changing into water. All right, then next week, September 24th and 25th, I'll be in Seattle at the Laughs Comedy Spot. It's actually in Kirkland, Washington, but I say Seattle because that's the airport I'm flying into. And I'm doing a show in Squim, also, at a country club in Squim. That's not listed on my website, but if you're in Squim and you can't figure out how to get there, then uh, I'm going to start some more music to go underneath this. If you can't figure out how to get there, then tweet at me. I'm at Jake This, or send me an email, jake at jakethis.com, about that Squim date, and I'll figure out the link. But I feel like we're both going to be Googling at that point. So you may be a better Googler than me, or you may like me to do your Googling for you. So send me an email if you live in Squim, Washington, you want to know how to find out how to go to that show, which is, oh, geez, are these dates wrong on my website? O-M-G-M-F. I think they might be. I'm going to be at Laughs in Kirkland on the 25th and 26th. I can't how does an error like this get onto my own website? It's the 25th and the 26th. Don't come on the 24th. I'm not going to be there. Oh, my God. But we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Then what else? Albany, New York, October 8th, 9th, and 10th. The Funny Bone in Albany, New York. It's in the Crossgates Mall. That's going to be fun. The address is road number K-206. So you can only find this by merging with some kind of technology 
or going to the Albany Funny Bone website, which you can find on my website, jakethis.com. And I'm going to be in the Bay Area October 17th doing a breast cancer benefit at uh, the Shakespeare Theater. Uh, no, yeah, California Shakespeare Theater. Oh, my God. You can read this on my website. I can't, but you can. I'm going to be at Zanies in Chicago November 5 and 6 and out in Rosemont at the Zanies at the Chicago airport, basically, November 7th. And I think I'm coming to Milwaukee November 27th, November 28th. I'm going to be at the Melrose Improv here in Hollywood. And then I'm going to be in Portland at the Helium Comedy Club in December. I'm going back to Morty's in Indianapolis in December. I've got a couple of other little surprises in there. I didn't play music under all of this. I, I'm i back, but I'm not 100%. I'm actually 100%. This is me. I'm 100%. I've been working out. I've lost a little bit of weight. It's part of the plan. It's not like I've just been in the mope hole dropping pounds. No, I've been working out and losing weight. Even even though I'm depressed, I bring it. Damn it. That's one of the things that's easier when you're depressed. I'm just going to take a sip of this delicious coffee. Mm. That's cold brew, everybody. I brew it cold. Not really cold. Room temperature. I pour. I put the coffee in room temperature water. I shake it up. I put it in the fridge. Then it's cold. So technically, I guess it is brewing cold. It cools down. You got to shake it one time. Midway through, when it's once it's cold, you shake it. Then the grounds settle out. And then you can just pour it right off the delicious coffee right off the top. You don't have to use the filter. Filter. But sometimes this is a great story. I forget to shake it, and in which case I do have to use the filter the next morning. So if you're trying at home, that's perfectly normal if those things happen to you. So, thank you. If you've come to see me at a comedy club, if you're coming to see me, I'm looking forward to that. If you're listening to this, I'm happy about that. I struggle, you know, with what this is actually supposed to be, this podcast, you know. I love talking to other comedians and friends and having them over to talk on the thing. But, you know, let's face it, that can be a bit of a challenge. Every time somebody comes over, you're like, hey, would you mind if we have this conversation formally into a machine and I record it and then post it on the internet so that some people who like me can listen to it? Sometimes people are cool with that, but other times, well, you always feel a little bit creepy asking. I wouldn't feel creepy asking you if you wanted to do that because you're already listening. So you're into this. But then I think, well, I, I want to be doing something more on my own with the podcast. You know, the great the great Dave Anthony from All Things Comedy Podcast Network. I mean, we're on it together. And he, and he runs the L.A. Podfest, which I'm going to be appearing as an attendee at this uh, Sunday. So that's this Sunday. Oh, geez, that's September 19th. It's this weekend, L.A. Podfest. So I was going to be doing a thing there, but then I got these military shows. And I support our troops, ladies and gentlemen. So that's where I decided to go. But also, um, the, troops are, the troops are paying in Podfest. It's a freebie. But the great Dave Anthony, uh, one of the founders, co-founders of L.A. Podfest uh, and host of the great show, The Dollop, has inspired me to have a show where I talk about something. But what is that thing? What are the things that I could talk about? What are the things that you like talking about that I like? Not you, me. What are the things that one likes talking? What are the things that you like talking about is what I should be asking. Because you're listening. And this show, I'm, I'm doing it because you want to listen to it. And the things that I like talking about, I'm not sure that people even give a shit about it. But uh, tiny houses, man, do I love the tiny houses. That's what I do. That's my fantasy evening when I'm just, when I'm feeling depressed or even if I'm feeling really good. I'm just thinking about the future, building that tiny house on that trailer. I don't think I could tow one of those tiny houses, one an actual 
house on a trailer around the country. I think it would make me nervous. I've, I've had experience with operating vehicles that are not just a car. I mean, I'm talking about motorcycles in the wind. Those can be challenging. And surprisingly, towing a house behind your car, I think, would be comparable to riding the motorcycle because you're, so that thing can get hit by the wind or you're pulling it uphill and it's pulling back and you're scared that something's going to happen that's beyond your control. Whereas most of the time when you're in a car, you have a pretty good feeling that you're going to be able to bring that safely in for a landing even if something crazy happens. I have had my out-of-control moments in a car, but I just don't know if I'm ready to be piloting my house around the country. But it is a fantasy that I have. And sometimes I think about uh, the different kinds of tiny houses I could build or moving into a yurt, you know. And, and maybe this is just life insecurity about this point in my life and my career. Of course, thank you to all the people who still enjoy coming out to see me. I wish that there were more of you and that I could feel secure that I'd be able to do that forever and support myself in the fashion that I've become accustomed. And let's face, I face it, I will do it forever, but the rooms may get tinier. And I'm not looking forward to that. But if the rooms get tinier, my house is going to have to get tinier. So maybe that's why I'm looking at tiny houses to drive around the country. I've looked at yurts. I've considered uh, pulling a yurt around. You know, you put your house up, you take your house down, you turn yourself around, you do the hokey pokey, and you gas up your RV. And you, But you don't need an RV if you got a yurt. You just need a truck with a big enough bed or a smaller trailer that you put your yurt in or a tiny house that kind of pops up like a trailer. I've, I've looked at my share of tiny campers, efficiency campers, but they've got those fucking things are priced as if uh, Steve Jobs was engineering them. You know, these high-tech campers, that's not, a, that's not a low, that's not an economic, I mean, look, I could build a tiny house for what they want for some of those um, high-tech campers. So I do enjoy uh, talking about tiny houses, so that's the thing that I would talk about. I do enjoy the idea of at some future point we're all going to download our consciousnesses or consciousness, uh, consci conscienti, cognoscenti. We're going to um, download our brain personalities into computers, and then they're going to merge with each other. We're going to be all one soupy uber being that knows everything. And then, um, <laughs> then our next step is to figure out a way to ditch the human beings, the meat sacks that have got to keep firing up and promoting our... Uh, are keeping our machinery built. We're going to have to build some robots to walk around and do that, I, I reckon. I don't know. So I enjoy talking about that. The zombie apocalypse. Who doesn't love a good zombie apocalypse scenario? I do. Realistically, though, as much as I love uh, talking about the zombie apocalypse, I don't think I'm the guy who's going to survive the zombie apocalypse. I know that about myself. I'm the guy. I'm going to be... I don't think I would uh, give up, commit suicide, but I might... Uh, do some kind of blaze of glory thing. I just, who wants to be around after it's just down to the terrible leftover food and what kind of sad animals that we can kill and eat when the zombies are loose? It's not, it's not a, it's not a happy time, but I, you know, although that's uh, the, the, let's just go back to the tiny house fantasy. So I like the tiny house fantasy. You know, today I just found out one of the other things, what else do I do in my spare time? when I'm not talking to you. Well, I'll tell you, one of the things that I do is I listen to uh, self-helpy kind of things. I mean, it's no secret. I've mentioned here before how much I enjoy uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, so I listen to his podcast. I also listen to this podcast that I found out about listening to Joe Rogan's podcast called London Real that I think I've plugged on here before. And, and he's uh, taken, a, taken a turn, Brian Rose, the host of that show, he's taken a turn towards being one of these uh, kind of... Uh, 
and a life coach is the wrong word, but a kind of an inspirational high performance helping you to help each other to be the best that you can be. And he has guests on who like to talk about that. Ty Lopez, that's a guy who I've, uh, you know, been down the... Uh, <laughs> been down the path with listen to some of his talks i'm on his mailing list because i started listening to his 67 steps um it's is it pathetic that i've done some of these self-improvement things a man of my age i'm actually improved this is it this is i mean i'm i'm successful and in the area of my life where i feel like i should know what i'm doing but i love listening to these guys and thinking about how i can make myself better so so those are two guys that I had been subscribing to. Steve Maxwell is another guy, a fitness guy that I'd found on uh, Joe's podcast and on London Real. I think I've heard him there. Uh, Mike Dolce's got a great podcast about fitness and exercise and helping you to be an awesome person. So those are things that I'm, I'm, inter I'm interested in, being a better person, physical fitness. Um, but one of these guys, and now I'm trying to, you know, this is a thing that can happen to your ridiculous um, web browser is you get too many uh, windows open and you can't find the thing that you were going to talk to your podcast listeners about. But I have found it now. You'll be happy to know. And uh, I appreciate you with hanging with me. And I'm hoping that you're going to email. I already gave you my email address in case you want to come to that show and squim. But you can also use that to tell me what you think might be a good format for the show. I'm not completely lost, ladies and gentlemen. I wouldn't be um, even talking to you right now unless I'm in a good mood, which is part of the reason that I haven't done some episodes of the podcast. First of all, it's because nobody was coming over uh, to talk. And then second of all, I, I've cornered my wife and talked her into being on the podcast enough. To, I just couldn't do that again when I was feeling a little bit saddy sad. And so uh, anyway, I'm... <laughs> Where am I? What am I talking about? Is this, I'm glad you tuned in. I'm talking about you helping me to help you to do a show that you would like to listen to as much as you like listening to, to this or more. I'd like to make this better. I'd like to make myself better, which is one of the things that I'm doing on the internet, but I'd also like to make this better, um, which would be a way to make myself better and then a way for us to spend more time together. And also, the more I'm doing this on my own, the less I have to depend on people showing up to have conversations with me here in the Poditorium. And it's nice in here. I'm not saying that they shouldn't want to be guests on my podcast. I think they should. I think they should. Um, but one of these other guys that I've been uh, following, oh, Elliot Hulse, that's another guy. Boy, he's got a bunch of YouTube uh, videos about fitness, and I just paid to subscribe to his, you know, become a bigger, better pile of meat than you used to be, uh, workout diet plan. And so I'm looking forward to starting that as soon as I finish my current cycle of P90X mixed with UFC Fit. Tony Horton, that is the man who changed my life first, Tony Horton. I can talk about fitness. I can talk about doing P90X in my tiny house while I'm fighting off zombies in the post-apocalyptic future. That's, that's really my dream. That's really my dream, is to knock out a few pull-ups, shoot a couple zombies, and uh, make myself a Mike Dolce breakfast bowl. Delicious. So I'm just finishing up this round of uh, the, the 
the work the resistance workouts of P90X, the first P90X, mixed in with the UFC Fit workouts and some other workouts. I'm going every other day. I've been doing the uh, my Fitness Pal. That's how I've been tracking my calories. It turns out if you want to lose weight, you actually have to keep track of what you're putting in your face every day because you uh, if you don't do that then you just are kind of eyeballing it even now i know i'm disagreeing with mike dolce now because he's just eat till you're satisfied not full and i did try that but i found i guess i technically i broke his rule because i went a little beyond being satisfied i ate until i felt really good (laughs) and then you don't want to do that um so but i would love to talk to him someday maybe i'll get you actually meet mike dolce because i am a big fan of his so those are people that i'm listening to and elliot hulse he's an awesome dude before i got on to elliot hulse and bought his workout so i had kind of gone down this rabbit hole of ted talks and uh, they're great if you don't know what ted talks talks are you pull over right now and get out your device and log on to whatever Wi-Fi connection you can get and start watching some TED Talks. But there's some inspirational TED Talks that are fun to listen to about, you know, your life's purpose and getting your getting your thing together and living your dream. And so I got I listened to this guy's TED Talk and I just find out I found out he uh, I listened to his TED Talk. I went to his website. I uh, read about it. He had a thing. It's free. You subscribe to this. <coughs> you can download. Sorry about that. I coughed into the thing. But you know what that happens. Let me take another sip of this delicious cold brew coffee. Mm. Sometimes I feel like I need to make a note, a noise while I'm taking that sip so that you won't be lonely during those moments when I'm actually drinking. Anyway, so this poor guy who did this great inspirational TED Talk, Scott Dinsmore, I recommend his TED Talk, Golden Gate Park, and it's about, uh, it's about living your legend, living your dream. But uh, he, he uh, basically was putting his life, kind of tabling his life a little bit to take this great vacation around the world with his wife, his new wife of five years, I suppose, they'd been married, and he died on his trip. He got hit by some rocks sliding down Mount Kilimanjaro. So um, Scott Dinsmore, um, you can still go to his Live Your Legend website. You can check out the things that you can if you sign for his email thing he'll send you all the stuff i think it probably bounces back to you it's not actually he's got people who work for him but it it, it's uh, it's very sad when uh, this guy i can't say he's my best friend i can't say that he has changed my life but he did give a great inspirational speech and i know there's a ton of people that are you know that are listening to him and involved with his ideas on a deeper level it just made me really sad 33 years old you think you got problems you think i'm i'm depressed i'm a man in my mid-50s who's had a successful comedy career and makes a living traveling around the country talking to people who already like me i don't i don't have to convince them to like me they show up because they like me and we have a good time together I mean, I know I'm talking. That's you. I'm describing you. And I'm not getting cocky. I know you could turn at any moment. And who knows? Possibly you already have. But, uh, yeah, I sit around sometimes feeling sorry for myself. And I really had to take a time out from that today to feel sorry for this uh, Scott Dinsmore and his his wife. Um, Yeah, my heart goes out to them. And my heart goes out to everybody out there who's struggling and, and having a bad time. 
um, and trying to decide, well, let's change the subject. What, how about it? I should maybe, maybe there's a little noise. Hang on. Oh my goodness! It is totally time for you to have a beer uh, if you if you feel like it. Um, and that, I mean, I would I'm going to sign off on that for you at any time. But you're on your own cognizance. I'm not talking to you, uh, people who might be in recovery or something, and you think that I just gave you permission to jump off the wagon. I'm not. That's not the kind of role that I want to play in your life. Um, anyway. What am I? What am I talking about this week on the podcast? Well, I'm talking about all those things that I just podcast talked about that I'm going to talk about into the future. I'm going through some of my possessions. Here's another thing that you do when you're depressed: is you go through all of your piles of stuff that you've saved, including magazines. Here's the thing that I was doing that I still I have to really try hard not to do: read a magazine article and then save the magazine or just or cut the article out and save it in a file because later I'm going to write something about it or talk about it that was even before I've got these things from way before I started doing the podcast so I've been going through these old magazines kind of throwing them away but then first take a browse through to see what the thing was that I saved and if it's interesting so I got this magazine Mondo 2000 it's called Mondo 2000 I don't think it is from the year 2000 but it's this uh, cyber art punk magazine about digital technology but it's so outdated and old it's kind of awesome and there's an article in there about uh, cryogenic uh, freezing people freezing themselves so that uh, later you know if they're sick then later someday down the road you know they're instead of dying now they're going to freeze themselves right before they die or right after they die and then down the road somebody's going to thaw them out and cure them i i can i sort of get it you know the rumor is that walt disney did that and i so i do get how People in the future are going to be like, hey, you know, the guy who drew that mouse, uh, he, we can thaw him out and talk to him. That'd be cool, right? But who's thawing out the rich dumbass who just froze himself? Who, you know, other people have to really want to talk to you. I mean, I wonder, do the, have these people written any kind of synopsis of their lives or a speech or, you know, just a little like manifesto about these are the reasons you future people who've moved beyond the dumbass things that I think are cool uh, would like to thaw me out and talk to me. This is why this is why I think that you should devote some of your time and resources to that, because uh, I feel like it's the, the future people when they look at your frozen brain. And because not everybody's, you don't freeze your whole body. It's who can afford to freeze their whole body forever. You know what it costs? It's expensive. And some of these freezers have been through blackouts. Let's face it, it's this is not widely mass accepted technology. This is some sort of scammy. These are the people who want, they're, they're, they're in this, they're on the same level with these people who want your cremated remains that they're going to blast those into space for you, you know. Who knows if they're actually building a rocket to launch your ashes into space. But what do you care? You paid the money and they convinced you while you were alive, so you're fine. And this, that's the same. They froze you and convinced you they were going to thaw you out later. Meanwhile, by the time your in-laws are taking the airport shuttle from the rental car place to go home from the cryogenic place where you just got frozen, these people are looking at you like, like, how long do we have to keep this steak? Do you think this steak is any good? If you've gone to your freezer and tried to decide, do you think this steak is any, do you think this is even steak? Should we thaw this out and try and eat it? Or should we just um, take it out to the bin 
on the street, the bin, the garbage can. We call it a garbage can in America, but my wife loves to call it a bin, and all the people in New Zealand call it a trash bin, and so I call it a bin now, too. And I suppose we're all going to call it a bin someday because those people's will is strong. You beat them in the Revolutionary War, the British, but they, they come back and still make you say bin or loo when you want to go to the bathroom. But they don't like you to call it a bathroom because they want you to call it a toilet because you're going in there to use the toilet. You're not going in to take a bath. But, hey, how about a little civility every once in a while? Maybe I am going to take a bath. What do you want me to say? Hey, I want to go to the room where you pinch off a big steamer. Nobody wants to hear that, British people. I'd like to go to the bathroom. Where's the bathroom? The loo. Who even knows what a loo is? Uh, anyway, the WC. I do get that. Water closet. I do like the WC. Anyway, where was I? So these cryogenic places. Yeah, those are events. I haven't even read the damn thing yet. And I've already spent a few minutes talking to you about it. But uh, I'm going to read that. I'm going to talk to you about that. Maybe what I'll do is I'm going to put out a few more episodes of the podcast. I'm going to put episodes out more frequently. I know I've said that recently before. And when I say recently, I mean, it's. I get that it's been three weeks since the Joe DeRosa episode. Um which I love Joe, and I still haven't called him to see how he likes that uh, new phone that we went and got after the episode, but uh, I'm going to do that, maybe after I finish talking to you about this. Anyway, the cryogenic thing. I'm going to read that article. I'm going to do some more talking on here about that soon. Maybe I'm going to do more episodes but not have them be uh, 60 minutes so that you can decide. You can decide for yourselves, as I know you're already deciding for yourselves what you're going to talk about or what you're going to think about. Here's what I'm going to do later today. Um, my wife and daughter are off working out my daughter's Halloween costume because, man, Halloween is a big effing deal if you're um, 11. And so my wife is working with our daughter to get her Halloween thing. She wants to be Mel from the Descendants. I mean, who wants to be Mel from the Descendants, you might think. And uh, if you think that, if you wonder that question, then you don't know many 11-year-old girls because the answer is almost all of them want to be that. And uh, Walt Disney, if we could thaw him out and ask him some questions, I would ask him, like, how come the Halloween costume that you license for this thing has got to be so sort of crapo? I mean, it's $40. I would pay $60 for something that was an actual jacket that my daughter could wear later instead of this terrible vinyl rubber thing that's going to come apart on Halloween night. I mean, it is great, I suppose, if you live someplace like I used to live when I was a kid where it's going to be effing cold on Halloween night and you need some kind of rubber clothes to go over the top of your flannel bodysuit that you got to wear in order to stay warm on Halloween. I mean, it used to be when I would go trick-or-treating in Wisconsin and Iowa when I was a kid, we'd have to wear our winter-like, I wanted to say ski suits, but who was going skiing when you were a little kid then? None of us. I didn't learn how to ski till I was six, 15, 16. I mean, not yeah, listen to how hard I had it. Woo! Um We'd go out in something that looked like a snowmobile suit, your snow suit. It was basically a thing. It was pants and a jacket that all zipped together. But you would have underneath that, you would have your Spider-Man outfit on. So, so you'd, be, you'd be in a like a snow suit with a Spider-Man mask on so that they could tell who you were. And then if you know you had to, you'd unzip it. Anyway, those costumes were super terrible. But uh, Marvel Comics. So I don't want Disney to feel like... He's being singled out, but he's the guy who we could thaw out and ask a few questions about. Is this where you thought Halloween costumes would be this many years after your death? 
<laughs> because if it is, you should have left some better plans behind. Look what Steve Jobs has done. He's been dead a few years, but the iPad is still getting bigger and uh, nice. I don't know how big the iPad wants to get. But anyway, my daughter's out buying her Halloween costume, and what am I doing? I am sitting at home finding out that uh, life coachy type guru people in my life have been killed in a rock slide on their dream vacation. So, it doesn't make me feel so bad about the little things that I've been Googling here, but I did realize that tonight is the presidential debate. And what time is that going to be on? I, I don't, uh, I think it's on at 8, but is that really 8 or is that 5? Is that 5, America? America? It is, we're on the West Coast. Oh, man, this isn't the right thing. I've clicked on the wrong thing, but I'm interested in the presidential debate. Let me just suffice it to say that. I'm interested the rep, the Republican presidential debate. The Democrats aren't debating yet because I think I feel like they think it would be in bad taste because Obama is still going to be the president for more than a year. And so for them to start arguing with each other over his uh, not even dead corpse. I mean, we don't have to freeze Obama and thaw him out later to find out what he thinks. He's still walking around making speeches, <laughs> deciding things, and um, taking meetings. So it's inappropriate for the Democratic candidates, I think, to start debating each other just yet. And who are they, really? It's that Hillary, and then who who knows who the other people are. Oh, right. It's what's his name, the super liberal guy that we all like that's never going to get elected. Um, but uh, Bernie Sanders, that's that's who I'd love to. I'd love to hear him do some speeches. I wish they would let him into the Republican debate just just to kind of just so they could yell, insult him or whatever. If he, if he was up for it or and he could retort to them. But, uh, yeah, I am curious about the Donald Trump debate. I can't believe that uh, there's a chance that I mean, I, I, how has the Donald Trump thing gone this far? And I apologize. I, I get it. If you're behind him, he's saying some angry things that uh, that appeal to some people. And uh, if you're one of those people, I get it. He says some angry things that appeal to me. I mean, but he doesn't say them anymore. The, the British healthcare system seems to work for them. He said that. I agree with that. That's not what he's saying now to fire up his base. Anyway, I'm interested to hear him talk and do his thing and see what old Jeb Bush has got to say. Uh, I'd be so sad if he didn't get to be president after his brother and his dad got to be president, wouldn't it? I mean, fair is fair. Shouldn't they all get to be president, all of the Bushes? Um, I can't wait for Chelsea Clinton to run for president, but that's down the road. Um, and I don't know if that's really going to happen. I'd love to run for president. If you get to write a, you get to write a book and everything. You probably sell more tickets to your comedy shows. You think I'd be begging people on my podcast to come to my show and squim if I was a legitimate president president candidate right now? I should have said presidential, but I realized that I'd bailed on the word at the middle, and all I got out was president. But uh, no, I wouldn't. Uh, that squim show would be sold out if I was a presidential candidate. Um, that doesn't mean that we're not going to have a good time. It doesn't. It, with the people who will be there, there's a decent amount of people who are going to be there. They've already bought tickets. That's what I heard on the telephone. I don't need the internet because I have a phone, ladies and gentlemen. My phone also gets the internet, but I found this out through conventional phone work, through talking on a phone. A person called me, and they told me something. That's the way we used to do it. A person would call you, tell you something. And then you go, I wonder if that's true. And you really had no way to check unless you had a pile of magazines that you'd saved from 10 years ago that you could go digging through. Like me, I've got those. 
but you don't. I'll tell you something. If the zombie apocalypse happens before I throw all these magazines away, I could be running a sort of an interesting reading library of what it used to be like to be me before all this shit went down. That, how's that sound? Good? How's that? How's that sound? Oh, I'm not, there's not going to be room for all of this in my tiny house, though. I'm going to have to get rid of some of these bendy straws and whatnot. My sister gave me a little remote-control helicopter. Turns out, I thought you could just turn the damn thing on, uh, but it's got a joystick that's one of those styled after the controller for the Xbox type thing with two thumb things and another controller and two things for your fingers. So the learning curve on then the actual helicopter is about the size of uh, half a pack of cigarettes, if anyone can remember what size that is. Um, let's call it a, a deck of playing cards folded in half. Huh? How about that? But I'll be damned if I can figure out. I figured out how to put the batteries in. So the controller takes four AA batteries, and then the other thing you got to plug into the USB. And I got it all charged up, but I haven't figured out how to synchronize them. And I know the thing is going to just take off, fly into the ceiling so fast that it crashes itself into a million pieces. And then um, and then it's going to be done. That's a sort of a pessimistic way for me to look at it, and I know that. And I do appreciate that my sister gave it to me. And when I looked at it in the box, I thought, oh, this is going to be so cool. But then when you actually get it out and try and operate it, she doesn't realize I got a pile of magazines taller than me that I'm trying to get through that are 20 years old, and now I can learn how to fly a remote-controlled drone helicopter? Jesus, it never ends, everybody. Do you think I'm ever going to get to Mount Kilimanjaro to get hit by a rock slide? I'm not. Not at this rate. I might have to just throw away some of these magazines to get to get that done. Anyway, I'm curious uh, about the Republican debate. I'm going to be listening in on that. Maybe I'm going to talk to that about uh, talk to that about you. I'm going to talk to that about you. I'm going to talk about you to a thing that can't answer me. I'm going to watch the Republican debate and I'm going to talk to that about you, person who's cranking it up on the treadmill, and then I'm going to get back to you and tell you what that thing said to me about you or about itself which is the Republican debate. And I'm going to read the other cryogenic thing. I'm going to thank you for listening. I know this has been ridiculous. I really, I wouldn't say that I'm lost, but I would say that I would love for the podcast to turn into a thing that I can do on my own, or at the very least be a thing that is, uh, that I could do by myself. <laughs> Those are the same. Those are the same, ladies and gentlemen. I know they're the same. I know you know that they're the same. We're all on the same page right now. I'm going to go finish this coffee. I invite you to listen to uh, a lovely version of my theme song now at the end of the show. And until we meet again, and the sooner the better as far as that goes, uh, I'd just like to say ciao. Really? Yep. That's it. Ciao. Oh, I should say that I did have a nice talk with Greg Barrett, and he was going to come over today, and he might have been on the podcast, but he didn't. So he's going to be coming up. If you didn't, if you want to hear me talk to another comedian, that's a comedian that I'm going to talk to.
Oh, also, you know, now that I'm listening to this song with you, I assume you're listening and I'm listening with you. My friend Dr. Jim Raines, who I, that was just him screaming, um, he has recorded a new CD called Charcoal Sky, which I've been listening to. It's available on iTunes. Charcoal Sky, Dr. Jim Raines. Well, it's, he doesn't go by Dr. Jim Raines. This goes by Jim Raines. R-A-I-N-E-S. Charcoal Sky. Check that out. I'm going to have him on the podcast also coming up in the future. Also, don't forget to not give up. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. I'm not kidding. You heard that. <laughs>